Com. I'm Shella. And I'm Drew. And together we're arguing about the things that really matter in games and films and stuff. Indeed we are. Yeah. There we, we go. We have a new slogan, if you didn't notice. Yeah. A new headline. They might not have, because it's so slick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do do a great job with the presentation of this podcast. We, we do. Always uh, professional. Yeah. And today's episode... Yep. Drew? Is about... Wonder Woman, the new uh, Wonder Woman film released by DC. Yep. Uh, not the 2009 animated one, or any previous ones, but this new one, okay. uh, which we both went to see, what was it, Saturday? Yeah, opening On weekend. Opening weekend, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, what did we think? Yeah. Um, I think it was a really good DC superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a caveat, isn't it? There, there is a caveat. Yeah. It's not... I mean, when I got home and I tweeted, I was like, "It's good, but it's not Marvel good." Yeah. Um, you know, it's not the, it's not like the best of the Marvel for as good as that, but it no, is no. really good, and it's definitely one of the best DC ones, the best DC one in a long time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, I think it's certainly not that I've seen that many of them. I've seen Man of Steel, and that's about it. But mm-hmm. it, it's the best film I've seen in the current sort of. You know Ben Affleck and uh, yeah, the, sort of post Nolan yeah. years. Did the D, the new DC cinematic universe? Yeah, or whatever yeah, we're calling so, it. I mean, much better than Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad. So I understand. Um, I could not motivate myself to watch either of those films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so, but yeah, um, this is this 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 is a good film. It, it, it is. yeah. Like I said, like well, like you said, it's not a great film. It, no. It would it was. A, a good superhero film, and yeah. th- that's unusual for DC. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's like good hats off to DC for pulling mm-hmm. this one out the bag. Um, and I know I have it in for Zack Snyder, but I think yeah. it's notable that he wasn't at the helm of this. <laughs> no, no, he did. He wrote. He, I mean, he co-wrote it. There were there were three writers yeah, credited. Yeah, he did, and, but, but uh, he, he didn't he, direct it. No, he didn't direct it. So he has a writing credit, um, but there were two other people to counter the yeah. damage that he might otherwise have done, <laughs> left <laughs> to his own devices. Yes. But um, Gal Gadot. Yeah. We've looked up the pronunciation. We have officially the... Gal Gadot. Yeah. Um, what did you think? Um, yeah, I thought she was really good. She she pulls it off really well. She's she sells it completely. If you mm. ask me, she I mean she visually she just looks like Wonder Woman. She looks yeah. really really great sure. in the role, yeah. and uh, she does a a great job of sort of portraying this very sort of endearing character by yeah. me. And yeah, I, I think a lot of that's down to the writing, but her performance is a huge part of it as well. She's She's just really watchable and and kind of charming, and yeah. she does she does this sort of naive but not stupid thing really well. She's yeah. She, and yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what I really liked about her. And then later on in the film, when uh, when she's coming into her own a little bit more and becoming sort of a, a proper protagonist and you know a, a fighty competent hero, then yeah, she 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 sells out really well as well. Yeah, because in in Batman versus Superman, obviously we see her there. Yeah. And she's already established, you know, because it's like a hundred years later. So she's established as a hero. She's really sort of 
confident and you know sort of um striding onto screen and she really stole the show in that in that film right. she she didn't get that much dialogue but what she did you know she really owned it and kind of wiped the floor with Bruce Wayne <laughs> right. he tried to kind of charm her and she was just having none of it um, yeah. um so yeah it was really nice to see that other side of her the sort of the innocence and sort of naivety, like you say, without being stupid. Yeah. Um, and she did, and I think, yeah, the writing is good, but I, I think there is a lot of credit to give to, to Gal no, as well, because she's not just a pretty face who looks like Wonder Woman. She does lend it a charm. She has really nice comic timing with Chris Pine. Yeah. Um, and I think Chris Pine, he's so good at that kind of comic timing thing that it would be really difficult for someone if they didn't have that to be up against him because he's kind of the master of that charming um, sort of guileless charm, isn't he? Yeah. So... Um, yeah, and I thought they worked really well together. The, the, yep. the scenes of them together were really nice. Definitely good nice. on-screen chemistry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I liked her. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her in other stuff. And seeing yeah. Wonder Woman 2 or whatever. I mean, this has been so successful, I'm sure there will be. Yeah, I mean, I think the next one, she's she's going to be in Justice League, obviously. Yeah. I think that's the next appearance, isn't it? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested in seeing her do a... Uh, well, I mean, they they sort of did the same thing with um, Captain America, didn't they? They have the the prequel one where it's all yeah. set in World War Two, mm-hmm. and then I'd I'd like to see them do the same thing with this and bring her yeah. into a a modern day sort of superhero story. And exactly. See yeah. what she's like when she's you know all the way there and all the way Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so talking about the film itself, um. So, I mean, I suppose it starts off with her on the island and yeah. and then, you know, the, this island that um, no man can step foot on, the yep. pain of death and all that, the sort of this ancient Greece land and he lands and then they have this adventure in, you know, the wider world. She's, yep. you know, sort of taken off the island. Um, so what did you think of the overall kind of storyline and uh yeah i mean it was it was it was fine it was it was good it was like we said uh it it's a i don't want to say serviceable i I think that's that's underselling it a bit Mm. but it is kind of a it's a superhero story you know you've got Mm. your main baddie you've got your it's a not an excuse to get from one fight to the other there's a bit more to it than that and i think it works fairly well it's it's not the main draw of the of the film for me it was more no uh you know her her as a character and and the sort of visual spectacle of it were the were the two things i really liked about that film but the story works well enough yeah. and it has this really sort of i i can't say anything about it because to do so would be spoilers but it had a really sort of good emotional climax i think and it builds mm-hmm. up to that really well yeah yeah i like the i like the fact that they chose that setting that historical setting kind of yeah. harks back to her, you know, not just the sort of ancient Greek setting, obviously, but the, no. you know, the sort of World War One setting, which harks back to the origins of the the yeah. character itself, the comic book character, and you know how she was created. Um, so yeah, it, I quite like that. But like you say, the story is, yeah, it just does its job. It's it does, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, um, I mean. 
So talking about some of the things that didn't work so well, one of the things that really struck me was the amount of exposition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we both said that when we were coming out, didn't we? There yeah. Some, there's, there's some really heavy-handed stuff in there. Yeah, there is. Um, yeah, there's the, the when she meets Chris Pine's character and, you know, she's finding out she's like what you know what what is this war and blah 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 and he's like well i was sent as a spy and blah you know and he do, he literally does this like voice over over a visual flashback yeah um which i thought was really clumsy um, yeah it's a bit on the nose isn't it yeah it was and there was yeah there was quite a lot of on the nose dialogue as well mm-hmm. um one of the characters is um French North African um, (laughs) and he said something like oh I never wanted to be a soldier I wanted to be an actor but alas my skin colour wouldn't let me and (laughs) I was just like oh good grief Uh, okay well yeah we we, we would have got that if you'd said it less directly yeah yeah exactly it was just yeah so it was like yes we're all yeah it's like we all have our battles to fight they actually set you know they're actually saying the sort of themes out loud kind of thing yeah Um, and I think part of that is that there's there's so much going on with um, Wonder Woman and Chris Pine's characters all the way through the film that the the supporting characters they they don't really get that much of a look in. No. You know, when they do sort of have a dialogue line, it's it's very sort of get the character in, get them to say something that defines them, and then they don't sort of, they don't really contribute to the re- no. to the rest of it. There's yeah. d- there's not much room for them in the script. It's a bit. I mean, I I was looking at them and I was like, oh my god, it's like a really bad joke. Like there's mm. an Indian, an Arab, and a Scotsman walking to a <laughs> yeah. bar. That's, that's literally yeah, all that, the purpose that, they served. Literally, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it was almost like having what's that band that just the, but like it was like having the village people or something oh, yeah. like just kicking about with them. Yeah. Uh, which is a real shame because I like um, Sammy or Samir, who's played by Said. Oh mm-hmm. God, I'm going to murder his name. Tag Mao. <laughs> Maui or something. I believe you. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry to anyone. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, I remember him from La N, which is a French kind of independent film that mm-hmm. hit quite big when it came out. And he's he's a great actor, and he was really charming in it. Um, yeah, but I just thought it was a, sh- a shame that you know there were these stereotypical characters, and then there was the Native American character who was just like tall yep. and big and kind of silent and it's like oh like we haven't seen that before so um, those characters were a bit strange and yeah um yeah <laughs> didn't really do much apart from comic relief yeah, uh, yeah I, I think that i you know i thought they were all sort of ind- individually quite interesting characters and y- you mm. know you, you kind of do want that sort of motley crew you know backing up your superhero in any in any film yeah but i think they could have been cut out of this film and yeah, and brought in in, in the next one. film, That's and this film wouldn't have lost much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They d- there just wasn't space for them in no in exactly this film. Yeah, um, which it, which I mean is kind of a good thing because it means there is you know a, a, there is stuff going on in the main plot. It's not just it you know there's plenty of meat to it. Yeah. But yeah, they, it it does squeeze them out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I do want to know we were talking about it being set in World War One. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's quite a strange version of World War One in that it seems to have Nazis in it. Yeah. <laughs> which, which no, I know, that I, I they didn't show up until you know about the, li- the timeline for a while. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, because I was like, why are their clothes so long? Like all yeah. the dresses and stuff. It's like, why is she dressed as a suffragette if it's like, shouldn't it be 40s? And then I was just like, yeah, so it took me a while to figure out, yeah, that this is a sort of real cartoon war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what did you think about the baddie or the antagonists? Yeah, um, were a few. <laughs> the, yeah, there were, and um, it, yeah, it's, it's going to be difficult to talk about this one without getting into spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. I, su- I suppose. I mean, it set out. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I, I can't even the say clear, that. The clear antagonist is um, Doctor Poison, the one yeah. with the mask. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, she, well, she's the upfront antagonist, and then it's her, um, it's her commander. Yeah, uh, who's, who's the evil Nazi general, yeah, the, basically. The big, yeah, yeah, and he, it, it's very cartoon, isn't it? It's very. It, yeah, it is. They they look like you know villains from you know the old X Men cartoons or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I yeah, I think they both do really well. I, again, I thought. I thought out of the out of all of the villains in the film, I think Doctor Poison was maybe the most interesting. Mm-hmm. I, like that, they, they the film always seemed to be hinting that there was more to her, that there was you, mm-hmm. you know there was emotion behind her, that she was you know a rounded and fully sort of fleshed out character, who you know there was more to her than just being a horrifying poisoning geneticist or whatever she was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it never really delivers on that, and yeah. uh, she. It comes close, but you never yeah. really find out what her deal is, no. which I suppose is fine because um, again, I don't know if I can say this spoiler wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can't. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, they leave it open for her to return in another film, don't they? Yeah, 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 uh, they do. So I'm guessing. I mean, I'm not really up on Wonder Woman's um, no, me neither. So yeah. I'm guessing just from the name that she's called Doctor Poison, <laughs> yeah. she's from the comics and is you know a recurring um foe. yeah yeah i mean I, I i should admit this straight out that i have absolutely no sort of prior experience with wonder woman uh th- this is my first real introduction to the character at all to be honest i haven't even seen her in batman versus superman so all of this is new to me oh and you haven't even seen the 70s tv show no I suppose you wouldn't because you're too young yeah, yeah. Okay. i was extremely young i was yeah. non-existent young yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I thought you might have just seen it or something. Okay. No, no, right. it's uh, it's never oh, something that's, that. That's really cool. Then. This yeah. Is your first Wonder Woman. Oh, that's it is. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, okay, so Wonder Woman as a sort of feminist mm-hmm. figure, um, I mean, I did feel I. I really enjoyed Act One on the mm-hmm. island because um, you know we've got a fem- female director. Um, it's the first female solo uh, superhero film. Yeah. Um, and then you've got this island which is just full of Amazonian women. So for the first, I don't know what would it be, half an hour? Yeah, it's minutes? it's it. There's quite a long. Uh, there's quite a bit of it. Yeah, where there are just no men on screen which is amazing (laughs) and you know they're just all these um sort of towering powerful women um shooting arrows and you know sort of practicing their horse skills and things like that and it was just a 
bit of a breathtaking moment for me to just look at the screen and it was just full of women it was yeah yeah it was quite amazing um but after act one and when they go into the into our world um it's yeah it's pretty much <laughs> resume normal business resumes. yeah yeah there, there, um, there is and even on the island um i think it would barely t- pass the Bechdel test no i yeah i noticed that as well yeah, yeah. um i'm i'm not sure it might do in one scene but i'm not sure because even when it's two two or three women talking they're talking about Ares, the god of war mm. um, and you can't get much more male than that <laughs> no and i mean it's the world of men as well isn't it the, yeah they, they refer yeah. to the outside world of the world of men yeah uh, so, um, yeah i no. mean Ares like literally represents the shift from the goddess to the mm. god which pretty much wrote the blue print for the gender inequality we're still struggling with today yeah so (laughs) uh not only did it not pass the base but um yeah yeah (laughs) dwelt on (laughs) and i mean Um, yeah throughout the film there's there's stuff which isn't sort of ideal in the in in the context of you know this being the first really major really sort of high budget female-led superhero film mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of focus on you know how attractive she is and yeah. th- there's a lot of men being titillated by you yeah. know the things she does or the things she wears yeah. and it, to be fair it's not often and it does lead to some of the some of the best lines in the films but mm-hmm. there's that one at the um where they where she's trying on all all the new outfits that she's mm-hmm. going to wear because she can't really wear her amazonian armor mm-hmm. uh and um, I don't, I don't want to say the line because I, mm-hmm. people should yeah. go and see this and, yeah. and see it. But it, it's a really sort of fantastic little mm-hmm. little uh, little joke by uh, by uh, what's her name? Etta Candy is the character played uh, by yeah. Lucy Davis, which I'm glad I wrote down in my notes. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Dawn from the Office? Dawn from the Office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, she's really good. She's very funny whenever she shows yeah, up. Yeah, she is funny. Um, I mean. And also, I mean, one thing that they did do well was that they um, inverted the um, naked bathing in a pool scene, uh, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was really great because it's Chris Pine who's bathing and she walks in on him and has yeah. to kind of avert her gaze. And again, yeah, he... there's like quite a funny line there. And Notably, thought... he makes no uh, attempt to cover to himself. Co- no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just, well, he yep, sort this is of it. does, but not... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not in a very coy way. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I liked that. That was that was nice. But yeah, um, yeah. So um, um, yeah. And then the other thing about the the scenes on the <clears throat> on the islands, considering you know these are sort of Greek women, we can assume, or mm. um, there were a lot of blonde Amazons. Um, mm. We did have a few black characters. Mm. Um, I don't think there were many Asian. I think I counted one Asian character who had about two seconds on screen before she became the first casualty on the beach battle. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, there's an Asian, but oh, she's <laughs> dead. <laughs> um, oh well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I think they could have been a bit. Um, fairer with the sort of diversity of the Amazons since they were since they were mm. going there they could have just gone there properly yeah um 
but yeah there was a lot of there were a lot of blonde chicks on that island kind yeah, of yeah and the bulkiest kind of strongest biggest yeah um amazon was a black woman yeah um so yeah i think that was artemis i think it was supposed to be I, I, um, i'm not sure if it was a I, I didn't know it was a named character but yeah yeah um, just looking at the cast list now, she is up there. Um, uh, so yeah, so that was a bit of a shame because it was yeah. like, uh, okay, you've sort of satisfied that stereotype too mm. <laughs> in the few women of colour you do have. Um, so yeah, that was a bit of a shame. But that said, um, I thought the two leads, the the queen and um, the sort of general, I can't remember yeah. her name. I thought no, no, no. It, it's difficult to pronounce. Hippolyta. Is, is well, Hippolyta is the queen. And, and then Antiope. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah the the one who's played by um, the, the one-off House of Cards. Yeah. yeah. Robin Wright. That's um, she was a cool character. She um, was, yeah. And I've heard that she's going to be back in Justice League, so... Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess because they're goddesses, you know, like... Stuff happens. <laughs> I, I, I want. I want to say I can see her making a really good villainous character, but that may just be because I've seen her in House of Cards, uh, where okay. she does that really well. Yeah, yeah. But I thought she was really great. She was a really good, strong character straight away, and mm. you know, you really got. Um, so I liked that, and I really enjoyed that bit on the island. Um, um, yeah, it looked beautiful, and you know, like a paradise and all that. Yeah. And then there was the battle on the island. Yeah. Which was just I mean, I thought I mean, you've got some issues with the fight scenes, but I thought the fight scenes were amazing. I I mean, no, I thought they were really good as well. The the issues that I have with them are, are very sort of minor and and technical and nitpicky. Mm-hmm. But yeah, w- one of the real strengths of this film is how good the fight scenes are just throughout. Yeah, and the fact that they've kind of got a style of fighting, so mm. you've got this really fluid style, because they do mix in some CG stuff, like not all the stuff yeah. could physically be done, but a lot of it is, I think. You know, I think there's some great ho- horsewomanship going yeah. on there, like just incredible stuff, like hanging off the side of the horses with your bow and arrow, and, mm. and then they like leap off the horses, and they just look amazing and formidable, and you know, it's like, because they are up against these people with guns, but they... Yeah, <laughs> hold yeah. their own more than hold their own. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It it's all it's all sort of really well done and well choreographed, and that mm-hmm. sort of fluidity lends itself really well to. It. There's a lot of sort of slow down moments. There's, mm-hmm. there's bullet time and mm-hmm. you, you know all this and slow motion filming, and it doesn't come off as jarring as it does in in quite a lot of fight scenes because it's yeah c- because of the motion sort of still keeps going. It's not bang yeah. now we're in slow motion. It's not bang now we're back in fast motion. Uh, it, yeah. It, it's it, it's a re- it's really interesting how it slows down to focus on the interesting moments of each fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As opposed to kind of just like making you spin. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what was your? I like my my nit, my name main nitpick about it. We were talking about this uh, mm-hmm. on the way back was um, that there's there's kind of an inconsistency of peril between mm. characters in the, in those uh, in those scenes. So when Wonder Woman there's midway through the film there's sort of a a big open fight in kind of a town square kind of area with a tower over it and there's uh, Germans I, I almost said Nazis they're not technically Nazis but they come off as Nazis. Mm. And they're all shooting at 
you know, our heroes, our band of heroes. And Wonder Woman has to do all this really complex dodging and deflecting and, you know, backflips and jumping up on things and dodging bullets and doing all this to survive. While Chris Pine and his sort of band of merry men just kind of mill around in the background and they're <laughs> right out in the open and then it's kind of just nobody's shooting at them. And, you, you know, there there is an argument to me, but okay, they're all distracted by Wonder Woman. But mm-hmm. I, I, st- I was still looking in the background. I was like, what are you guys doing? Take cover. <laughs> Someone is just going to pick you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a fair point. But, it is uh, a nitpick, but yeah, one, I probably won't be able to watch that fight again <laughs> yeah. properly. But um, I have to say there is there is one moment that just really almost brought a tear to my eye, which is when she just went full Wonder Woman and it's a sort of no man's land scene at yeah. the sort of trenches and she just, she just goes over the top like nobody's gone over the top before and... <laughs> just leads the way in a traditionally male environment Mm -hmm. and it was just amazing to see it was just um yeah it was really yeah Yeah. yeah it kind of represents her entire arc i think because what what i really noticed about the character is that she's always active and never reactive Mm -hmm. once this big triggering event happens where she leaves the island and uh, she's basically the primary driving force behind the plot. She, mm-hmm. She's like, okay, we need to get to the Western Front. And Chris Pine says, no, no, we need to do this. And she goes, yeah. okay, but then we're going to the Western Front. And she drags everyone along behind her. Yeah, that's and true. Yeah. It, it's just a really yeah. interesting arc that for that is character. the visual representation of that, yeah. of her character. Yeah, and it's just such a heroic, it's the best moment. It's better than the final scene. It's it's mm. just amazing. It's just, an, yeah, it's so cool. Um, just her with her shield out amongst the barbed wire and the, yeah. Yeah. So it was fantastic. Really great. So, um, yeah, there were some really great moments in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, the um, the kind of love story. Uh, yeah. Kind of a I... subplot. What did you... Um, I was, I was, no, I was a little bit put off about by the sort of romance subplot. To be honest, it it's mm-hmm. kind of thin. Yeah. And it it feels sort of it, it does lead to a really sort of good climax, especially for Chris Pine's character. Yeah. So I I've just said I've I've just realised I've said that a romance story leads to a good climax, which uh, <laughs> I, I don't take that out of context. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh god, we're at it again. Um, but uh, throughout the film, it it's kind of it's kind of paint by numbers. So there's there's this line early on uh, where she, they've just um, left the island and they're on the boat together and there's a she she's kind of confused why he won't sleep next to her and mm-hmm. uh, it it's quite an interesting scene but there's this line in it which is uh, they're they're discussing sex and reproduction and the line is something like oh uh, we've discovered that men are unnecessary for the purposes of pleasure mm-hmm. and it kind of seems like they're going to address the you know there's this inherent potential queerness of yeah uh, the of sort of nature of the Amazon. yeah exactly yeah. and how sex works in a monogendered society yeah. and i thought oh this is interesting where's this going and it doesn't go anywhere it turns yeah. out to be just that one line and it comes off as being there to sort of titillate the male audience yeah and, and then she just kind of minor spoilers she kind of sleeps with the main dude halfway through so you know yeah shrug. yeah yeah it's exactly um 
how I felt as well. There's mm. there's kind of like this acknowledgement of you know the yeah. the Amazons and the and the nature of you know their love making would be being an island without men. Yeah. Um, but they don't fully they don't go anywhere with it no and, it, it kind of um, feels like it's just shying away from addressing that yeah exactly there could have been a love triangle mm. um you know all sorts of things um but yeah i mean maybe they'll go there in the second one i suppose yeah. they they weren't sure if this was going to work you know yeah, film, how it was going to do so how far they could go so maybe they were being cautious but yeah that's a bit of a shame but there's something that they can probably work with on um next, oh, um, other, yeah, uh, next other wonder woman films yeah. um the other thing is that she basically is dressed as a suffragette yeah. Um, the, the outfit she picks but there's no other real mention of of that i no. suppose it's one film and there was a lot to address <laughs> yeah well, i um, mean we've already was... told about how they were trying to squeeze quite a lot in and yeah, yeah yeah um so i suppose these things are little nods that mm. maybe they can pick up and run with in the next film but um i mean here's hoping because I mean, yeah. it's done incredibly well at the box office it it has which is uh, pleasing yeah and it yeah. it's getting rave reviews as well we we we, yeah. we should note that that everyone seems to really love it yeah uh, yeah i'm i'm not quite sure where that's coming from i'm like, i'm yeah. happy that I, I don't think it's all that great no i mean i think people are just willing it to be an amazing film and yeah. are just so happy that it's happened mm. that i think yeah i think a lot of the reviews and kind of feedback on the internet are kind of blinded by the love of the fact that it's decent yeah. <laughs> and that they really want it i mean people are like oh my god i've got to go back and see that immediately i don't mm-hmm. feel that no, no I, mean, I didn't yeah there was a you know a lot of excitement which is really nice i think people are kind of giving it really good feedback so that it doesn't become a self-fulfilling prophecy of doom you know to get people so that it's successful and therefore we can get another film Mm. with a female lead um which is yeah fair enough if people want to sort of cheerlead it to success but i don't think it needs that because it's just a a good film so um yeah i think it can work on its own merits um and yeah so i mean it is worth noting that it is i found out the other day that it's the first female direct to, she's the first female director, Patty Jenkins, who did Monster. I don't know if you remember that, Charlize that Theron. Oh yeah, yeah I, I haven't the, seen it, but the I... serial killer. I can't remember the name of the woman. Um, but yes, yeah, Charlize Theron won an Oscar for that. I don't think she's really done anything since that because she's really picky about what films she works on. Um, mm. And but she's the first female director to work on a film with a budget that breaks. 100 million dollars wow that's that's depressing it is it's depressing um so yeah luckily it broke um over that in its first weekend so and i think it might even be double that by now i think it might be on the 200 million um i've broken that already so yeah so i think the, the gauntlet is down for marvel yeah <laughs> yeah, I when mean, are we getting our Black Widow film? Exactly. When are we getting our Black Widow film? 
when are we getting a Misty Knight solo book? Mm-hmm. Um, considering Marvel just canned the crew, which is the first sort of black superhero team up um, book in ages. Yeah. And they just canned it after a, after the first run and everyone was really upset and they didn't market it very well. And they were saying, oh, the figures just weren't very good. Um, so that was disappointing. Mm. Um, so we've got Captain Marvel coming out, so that's Mo- Marvel's first female-led yep. film. So yeah, they've got to really uh, pull some stuff out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm I looking mean, forward to see what they come up, seeing what they come up with. Yeah, I mean, because DC's basically done it without a big star mm. um, to carry it. They've just, you know got the right person in that suits the role they've invested in it you know like chosen a female director so it's chosen someone who's you know sort of sympathetic to the character and you know good marketing and um my only criticism would be next time let at least one of the three writers be not male (laughs) yeah no absolutely (laughs) i think that was a really strange decision (laughs) and and if that many writers and and if they're having trouble deciding which one of those three writers to cut i've got a suggestion (laughs) yeah we've got some hints Um, So, yeah, I mean, I've got really um, big hopes for Black Panther because I think Mm. they've got it really right. They've got a great black director, writer, you know, star, you know, it's like a who's who of black stars um, in that film. And, you know, so he's not just a black hero in a a white world. He's, you know, it's going to be full on. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. Um, But, yeah, Marvel need to... uh, put as much time and effort into their female heroes. Yeah. So, yeah. Any more notes on Wonder Woman? Uh, let's have a look. No, I oh. think we've, we've covered everything. I'd, they never really explain what her bracelets do. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that was something that annoyed me in the film. It's <laughs> while I was sitting there. Uh, so early on they have that little, uh, you know, it's the training sequences. Yeah. And she uses them to deflect something and then they kind of glow. Oh, I see the fact and that when she can do that super thing. Yeah. Yeah, they, they kind of explode with power. Yeah, And yeah, it's never yeah. really, and I'm sure there's some, you know, cultural or previous film context that I'm missing where they, where yeah. they explain, you know, how those things work. Yeah. But they never do it in this film. She just kind of has magic bracelets which do something something yeah yeah yeah. they don't explain it in um batman vs superman because i don't think it's i don't think it's apparent as far as i remember i've tried to forget most of that film oh one of the things i'd like to say is i love they did it in batman vs superman as well the costumes for diana are amazing they're so Mm -hmm. cool the way they hint at wonder woman you know she's always in red and blue not when she's in the suffragette um, because she's in disguise then but you know if she's ever in a ball gown or anything and even the flashback scene Mm. or the flash forward scene to present day where she receives the photo from bruce wayne Mm. um of her with her sort of merry band um she's in this amazing like red wool coat cape thing yeah. um you know they're just ordinary clothes 
but in inverted commas. But yeah. I think they do a really good job. Like the first um, time you see her in Batman versus Superman, she's got like, like this red dress with kind of like a keyhole front, and, but it's got this kind of gold metal collar thing on it mm. you know so it's really hints at the sort of ancient greek all the time she's always in sort of like drapey kind of um chiffon and georgette and stuff to give that kind of greek goddess kind of look whenever she's in a ball gown and it's in that really great blue and i love the way they do that it's just um yeah it's really cool um so that was one of my things <laughs> no no i i yeah just uh, you know all over the film, the, the 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 costuming is is pretty great. Yeah. Just throughout, true. I think. Yeah, yeah. I like her um, Wonder Woman costume. You know, like her full costume is cool yeah. as well. Yeah. That, oh, that was one thing I did that did uh, just bother me about the film. It, it, I I said it um, felt more like a Marvel film than than what I've come to expect from DC. But in contrast to a Marvel film, this one is still visually very very dark. Dark. Yeah. To the point of being distracting. Uh, yeah. the, the, there's that we were talking about that scene, uh, the the sort of bathing hot tub, mm-hmm. you know, scene, and it it it's in that area that you first see her in her Wonder Woman costume, mm. and the scene is so dark that you can't see anything. Mm. You just kind of have Chris Pine's reaction to go by, and yeah, that 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 annoyed me. Well, not yeah, annoy- yeah it did annoy me. <laughs> it, it's it's something. Annoyed. Yes, annoy. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's something that annoys me about a lot of previous, uh, not previous, recent films is that we seem yeah. to be tending as a culture towards just not lighting our films anymore. Yeah, it's uh, like, yeah, this dark filter, this blue filter that has to go on everything. Yeah, yeah and, and that is something that you notice when she's got her costume on, is mm. that, you know, because it's blue, gold, and and red, but yeah. it's kind of this murky <laughs> yeah 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 but when she's in those dresses you know she really like pops yeah no absolutely she does yeah yeah so yeah that's wonder woman yep i, th- I think it. i think we're <laughs> recommending it aren't we yeah i think we are <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a good film go and watch it if you haven't already that's what i'd say yeah yeah it's much better than the last two dc films it will give us gives us hope. I mean, I have no no basis by which to you know back up that claim, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's much better than Batman vs Superman, which I haven't seen, and Suicide Squad, which I also haven't seen. Yeah, everything's better than Batman vs Superman. <laughs> Fair enough. I kind of want to see it now. I, yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to fill myself in on the DC universe. Yeah, I think we should we should get some. Some gin and pizza or something, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and watch it and just trash it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a good night in. <laughs> cool. All right. Awesome. And, until next time, Drew. Cheerio. Oh, uh, you comment and like oh. and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.